Welcome today uh, to the set of Kingdom Concepts. We're so honored to have you as our guest. We're going to have an amazing time here today, and I just want to encourage you, grab your notebook, grab your Bible, grab a pen. You want to take some notes, but uh, man, what a beautiful time it is we're living. It is. It is. It's a great time to be alive. I'm glad that at this time, the Lord had us placed here to live at this time. It, it's amazing that, you know, God knew exactly when each one of us were supposed to be born. So whatever's going on in the world at this time right now, we're supposed to be here. We're supposed to be the ones that are here to usher in his presence. I'm excited about that. We get to be part. We're, we're the ones that they talked about in the Bible that said we wish we were there to do that. Isn't that we're amazing? We're the ones that are there. Yeah. You know, and we know that you're here with us today, man, because you have a hunger for God, amen, and because you love him so much, amen, and our desire is to help you by giving you information, amen, and revelation that will cause you to be successful in life and family, and especially in ministry for the things that you do for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to be talking about a very important subject, and that is being consecrated to God. Amen. You know, separating your life under the Lord, because this is something that every one of us as believers experiences. When you get born again, you know, when you give your life to Jesus and you receive the salvation that he offers, you know, the forgiveness of everything you've done wrong, every sin, you know, uh, it's the beginning of a great adventure. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it's an amazing life that, that, that God has for each and every one of us. And the end of that old life without him, you know, uh, that thing is placed down. But here you are picking up a new life, a life that you're now saying, Lord, I'm dedicating this to you. Lord, the way you gave me your life. I'm now offering you my yes. life and my service. And uh, it's important that you, you begin that journey, amen, offering yourself back to the Lord. Because I think that the more you hold on to your old life, the harder it becomes uh, to live the life that he wants you to enjoy. Amen. You know, the next couple of episodes, as we talk about this, uh, you know, if you're, if you're new to the Lord, if you've been saved a long time, or, or you know, maybe you're you've not been saved a long time or you're not new to the Lord. You're just in between, you know, however long you've been talking, you know, with walking with the Lord, these messages, the next few episodes are great, going to be great episodes to, to have and to send to people maybe that just got saved mm -hmm. that are struggling. You know, uh, part of being consecrated to the Lord is making sure that everything that we're putting inside of us and everything that we're uh, listening to and hearing is something that will edify us. Is something that will take us to a great, greater level. And uh, we really love doing these episodes. You Absolutely. know, um, sometimes we're like, oh, "Is anybody watching?" You know, but <laughs> is there a lot of people watching? Is there hundreds watching or thousands? We don't, we don't know yet. But we do know that the Lord asks us to do these, mm -hmm. and He asks us to do these because they go into the living room, they go into ear pods, they go into, uh, you know, iPad. iPads <laughs> and and television and social media and they go all over because we need to learn to be consecrated and if you're like I said if you know somebody that's just saved or barely saved send them these episodes um, it's it's 25 minutes of just getting that word inside of you and putting yourself in the place where you're consecrating yourself to the Lord Amen. so I'm, I'm excited about these next couple of episodes yeah. and, and what's awesome is that if you haven't already you know what uh, you can hit the like and subscribe button, and every Monday we have a new episode that we put out. So you can begin every week, amen, with a fresh word from God to just help you to set a pace 
for the week that you're entering into. And so we would love for you to go and uh, be our partner in there and uh, receive what the Lord has prepared for you. Amen. Um, but I want us to jump right in right now. Okay. And uh, I want us to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and let's read verse 17. This is a, this is a very paramount scripture right uh -huh. here. Because uh, it has to do with when a person begins their walk with God. Amen. Can you read that, love? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. It says, if anyone is uh, in Christ, that they're a new creature. Look at this. You know, the word there where it says he is a new creature, literally... Mm -hmm. Uh, the uh, the original Greek says, let him be a Amen. new creature. It's a Amen. choice. Let me tell you something. Being a new creature in Christ is a choice. The power to be new has been given to us through Jesus. Amen. But the choice to be new is something that you make. And as you begin living for the Lord, the first thing that's going to happen is some things are going to change immediately. Yes. You know, your spirit is born again. And I know for for myself, when I said yes to Jesus instantly, man, he forgave me for all my sins yes. to where the, the weight of my sins, the shame of the things I've done, you know, uh, the things that only God and the devil knew about, and uh, just the guilt, all of those things were removed. And there were other things that the Lord immediately removed from my life, like uh, any addictions I had to drugs or being an alcoholic, I was set free instantly. instantly. But there were still old things that were still there. Not everything was taken at the beginning. And, uh, and I remember asking the Lord about that one time. I said, how come you didn't take everything? Like I was still cussing, I was still smoking, still had an attitude, still had a lot of hurt and unforgiveness. And I remember the Lord told me, he said, I took those things away from you. He said, because I love you. He said, I want you to quit doing those other things because you love me. And this scripture just uh, takes me to that place and that conversation it because it says that if anybody is in Christ, you're in a relationship now with him. You're a new creature. That means you're a whole new person. Old things pass away. Um, that's a process, isn't it? It is. I don't, I don't know anybody that's got, like, got saved and then just like instantly... Instantly brand new. Your spirit's brand new. You're, you mean you're, instantly a saint. Yeah, instantly, <laughs> instantly, instantly a saint. Yes, let's say it that no. way. You know, when I got saved, oh gosh, I remember so many, so many times where I felt like I just kept messing up. I didn't keep sin, sinning. No, no, I, I didn't keep sinning. I didn't keep uh, doing the things I was doing. I, the day I got saved, I, I the last day I drank, the last day I did drugs, mm -hmm. uh, the last day that, um, you know, I wanted to kill you, you know, just <laughs> the last day on those things, you know, but there were so many other things that were still there, even though I knew I was a new creature. Mm -hmm. There were so many things that were still there. I was, you know, I was hurt. I was angry. I, I had so much unforgiveness, you know, I had, uh, I still was cussing, you know, mm -hmm. I would get so angry. I wasn't throwing things anymore before I would get angry and I would throw things, knives, uh, water bottles, you know, that was just one time, <laughs> but you know, I would, wasn't now when I would get angry, it just, my mouth would just open. I would just say stupid things. I would just get so upset and just say, uh, just, just be angry. Yeah. But as as the Holy Spirit became bigger in my life and as I began to listen to him more and I could understand him more and I could recognize his voice more, slowly but surely all of those things began to pass away. You know, I, I 
I'll, I can always, I'll never forget the day, the day that I quit cussing, you know, like mm -hmm. screaming, cussing at you, because uh, I, I did do that, you know. But we'd been saved, uh, let me see, I think we'd been saved a year. And we had been witnessing to our neighbor. I was huge pregnant with Joshi, so mm -hmm. maybe not a year yet. I was huge pregnant with Joshi, and I was outside, and I was mad at you for something. I don't remember what it was. And we had been witnessing to our next-door neighbor and inviting him to church. And every time we would see him, we would invite him to church, and he needed to come to church. And uh, I mean, you got in an argument, and I was outside, and you were outside because you, you, you were so good when we were getting, especially when we got saved. When we would get an argument, you would walk away because you didn't want to keep arguing. But not me, boy. I was going to chase you down. You're going to listen to me. <laughs> Latina here, you know. You're going to listen to me. And uh, so I walked outside, and I'm yelling at you, and I'm cussing. And uh, you turn around, and you cuss, too. And then <laughs> our neighbor's lawnmower turned on. Mm. And I remember looking over there. And his little head was passing by and he was mowing his lawn. Oh, my gosh. Instant. Instantly. Conviction. Conviction. <laughs> Me and you just looked at each other. I walked inside and I just started crying. I started crying and crying. And I said, here we are witnessing to this man. Because we're new creatures in Christ. You know, yeah. we're, we're new creatures in Christ. And I'm witnessing to this man and I'm witnessing to him. And all he hears is us cussing. Mm -hmm. And I remember you just walked inside and then you just, you just, you were crying because you were, you know, you were upset that, that it happened. And I remember we were in the kitchen and our kitchen was like this big and <laughs> it's so funny, but yeah. I know, but I remember you just held me and you said, we'll be better. Mm -hmm. And that was the last time, you yeah. know, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know no, why. I'm it's okay. <laughs> because, you know, we've come a long way and, and you know, and I, I want to just encourage you if, yes. if you've just began this walk of faith or yeah. maybe you've been walking with God for a little while, but old things are hanging yes. out, not passing away. Uh -huh. Man, don't beat yourself up. Amen. Amen. It's a decision. It's a choice to allow old things to go. But yes. in order for new things to come, you have to make a decision that you're going to release that old way of living, the old way of thinking, the old way of reacting. And what God kind of showed me, because it seemed like every day I was falling, still doing like the that. same stuff. And what God had to show me is that when, uh, when you get born again, immediately you've been forgiven for everything you've done wrong. And in order for those old things to pass away, it's kind of like when you take a branch off of a tree. That branch might have leaves on it and fruit, you know, things that have been growing on it. And your old life is like that. It's like an old branch of what you used to be connected to you. There's still leaves on it, you know, that are green. There's still fruit on it. But it's no longer a part of you. It's already dead. That's right. And time going by, that stuff just withers up and blows away. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the way that God showed me. He said, that old life is dead. It's, it's fading away. And I had a desire and you had a desire. We wanted to be those new yes. people in Christ. We wanted this new life that Jesus purchased for us on that cross. And so God didn't have to fight with us to want to consecrate our lives, you know, to give our lives to him. It was something that we chose to That's do. Right. We were willing to do. And God's looking for people. Man, he's looking for people in these last days that are willing to yield themselves totally to his control in body, mind, and spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, God wants all of us, amen? And he, once you allow him in, 
He'll start working on what's inside of you and it'll start showing on the outside of you. Isn't that true, love, that once you begin this and you make a decision, hey, I'm going to, I'm, I'm giving this life to Jesus. Oh, yeah. um, how important is it for you to resist that, that mind, that, that thought that tries telling you you can't do it, that you're still the same person? You know, how do you, how do you fight that? How would you tell someone that's watching today, you know, uh, you're born again, you're wanting to do something for God because you feel so blessed at what he's mm -hmm. done for you. What would you tell someone that maybe has been doing the same thing over and over again? They're born again and they feel like quitting or they've been hitting, having those thoughts saying, you know, you can't change. Well, there's a difference between a thought coming at you. That's the enemy. When mm -hmm. there's thoughts coming at you, that's the enemy. The enemy's coming and he wants to bombard the thoughts that you have that are your spirit, that are yourself. The enemy comes at, to bombard your thoughts to make you feel less worthy, to make you feel like you're never going to be better, to make you feel like, you know what, you're just never going to get to that place where you're not doing something wrong. That's the enemy because he wants to discourage you. He wants to discourage you because if you're discouraged, then you'll stop. And if you're stopped, then you'll start going back. Mm -hmm. Something, Somebody that stops in their progression with getting closer to the Holy Ghost is a stunted. It's, it's just like, it's like, bleh. <laughs> you know, it's just, you're not going anywhere, you mm -hmm. know? And our progression with the Holy Spirit, we have to be constantly better. It's like that day that I was talking about earlier, you know, since that day, did that mean that that day we never, we never got an argument again? No, we got arguments after that, but we quit cussing that at each other that day. We were still mad at each other and we'd still get in arguments, but we stopped cussing, yeah. you know? So that was a progression to where we got to the place to where, you know what, one day, then all of a sudden it was, we had, we had a disagreement. We're going to be talking about it instead mm -hmm. of yelling at each other mm -hmm. about it. And so th they were steps. So right now you're, you, if you're there and the enemy keeps coming at you and he keeps coming at you, number one, understand that those are not your thoughts. Those are not your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Those are the enemy's thoughts. That's a really, really important thing yes. to understand that they're not your thoughts. Those are things that are coming at you. And when something's not yours, that means that the enemy's trying to take a thought that is foreign to you, should be foreign to you, because what should be uh, not foreign is the Word of God. So you take what the Word of God says, put that inside of you, constantly be listening to the Word, Renew constantly your renewing your mind with the Word. You cannot renew your mind with thoughts. You have to renew your mind with the Word. Yeah, because you won't change the way you live unless you change the way you exactly. think. And that's why it's so important to be in a Bible church yes. and be a Bible Christian because uh, you won't know what to replace the old with unless you're in the Word. Yes, and you also cannot, and, and I, I see this so much, people want to, uh, there's a battle that they're coming up against and they think that they are going to battle the enemy with uh, uh, with words. They can't. They have to battle the enemy with the Word of God, number one. Number two, you cannot battle the enemy and get those thoughts away from you if you don't have the Word inside of you. So uh, you can't, like if I was going to go fix a car, I was going to go put in a new battery. If I have not studied and read a book on how to put in a new battery, mm -hmm. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be talking to the battery. I'm going to be moving things around in the battery, but I'm not going to do a good job because those things that I need to fix the battery are not inside of me. Mm -hmm. When I put those things inside of me, the word inside of me, when the enemy comes, I have the tools that I need. Mm -hmm. 
The Holy Spirit is not going to quicken you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. The Holy Spirit is not quicken, going to quicken the word inside of you and just automatically giving you a scripture. No, the Holy Spirit quickens inside of you what you have already put inside of you. Mm -hmm. So if you, um, I'm not a good memory person. I'm not, a, I'm not a good, like I can't do chapter and verse. If I need chapter and verse, I'm going to ask him. That's just the facts. I, I do. If I need chapter and verse, I need you need him or I need Google or I need the little search bar on the, on the app thing right now. That, that's, that's just the fact. You know the scripture, you just don't know the addresses. Yes, but if I need that scripture, that scripture is going to bubble up inside of me. I'm going to give that scripture. I might not yeah. give scripture, you know, a chapter and verse, but I have that inside of me. Why? Because I've studied that. It's in there. It's logged in my spirit. It's like in my database. It's in there for when I need it. And if you do not have that, that condemnation, when it comes coming at you, it comes coming at you, you're not going to have anything to battle against it. Get that word inside of you. I don't care if it's just one scripture. I remember this guy. We were uh, at, um, was it not? Uh, Magic, Magic Mountain. Mountain. I know exactly where you Magic you're Mountain. We were at Magic <laughs> Mountain. And this guy, my husband's mentoring him, talking to him. Big, 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 big beautiful. bodybuilder. Yeah, big, good-looking guy. flowing hair. Good-looking guy. Chiseled. Not as good-looking as you. Of course but not. Good-looking guy. And girls would throw themselves at him all the time. I would see it, you know, and everything. And I'm, you know, uh, girls that want the outer appearance, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they were throwing, they'd throw themselves, follow him, all that kind of stuff. But he was a good, solid Christian. Very, very good man. Mm -hmm. Very, very good, solid man. He he was married, loved the Lord. and Or he had a girlfriend. Loved no. The, yeah. no, didn't have a girl. Yeah. And so he, just a solid guy. And uh, we were at Magic Mountain one day, and he came up to you, and he's like, I keep getting these thoughts. I keep getting these thoughts about girls all the time. What do I do? What do I do? And you told him to plead the blood of Jesus or to... Uh, yeah, because he said there was, cause there was a lot of women there. And yeah. he goes, oh my gosh. He goes, he goes, what do you do when you have these thoughts of, you know, that you shouldn't have? You're a Christian. You're having thoughts of women and you're seeing, you know, these beautiful. women, beautiful women walking around here. What do you do with your thoughts? And I told him, I said, man, you know, the Bible says that, you know, to, to bring every thought into the obedience of Christ. You bring every yes. thought to the word of God. You don't fight thoughts with thoughts. thoughts. You fight thoughts with the word. Um, and so I told him, I said, you know, you have to plead the blood of Jesus. When that thought comes, man, you grab yeah. a hold of it. Don't build a movie in your head. Grab that thought, bring it to the word of God. Plead the blood of Jesus over it, man. Wash that thought out of your head with the word of God. And so... Uh, the whole day, all you could hear him saying is, I plead blood, blood of Jesus, yeah, blood of Jesus. Yeah, we'd be passing a group of girls and he'd be going, the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. So that day, that was the only scripture he knew. He knew that scripture. That scripture became his scripture, but he battled the enemy. By the end of the night, he's like, okay, I got it. I understand. I understand. Uh, and, but he, what he needed was a Latina with a... Yeah, with a couple of vowels in her name. Um, you know, it, it, it's so important that, you know, you make a decision, you know, yes. to yield yourself to God because, you know, when it comes to your flesh, your flesh always wants to do it the does. things that are opposed to God. You know, that's why the Bible says friendship with the world. It makes you an enemy to God yes. because your body, you, you don't find any books at the bookstore that teach your children how to be bad. No. That's just part of that fallen nature. But you got all these books on how to be a better person, how to be a better parent, how to be a better this, how to be a better that. Because the flesh is corrupt. The word of God, amen, uh, once it's introduced into your life, um, you know, we always tell people, you put the word of God in you when you don't need it. That's the so truth it will be right there, there when you do. So that That's way the you can right pull there. on that word 
when you're having thoughts or when you're working on changes in your life and it just seems like you keep doing the same thing over and over again, I'm telling you, don't quit. That's right. What God had to show us is that serving him was a choice, that we, we made a decision. We're going to conform our lives to his will, which is his word. God's will is his word. So if you want to know the will of God for your life, read your Bible. Yes. But it was a decision that we made and what we had to do was we had to quit allowing ourselves to be overwhelmed by everything that hadn't changed yet. And I remember we focused on, hey, yes. we're going to have a victory for the next hour, man. We're not going to have an attitude. Yes. You know, I'm not going to smoke a cigarette. I'm not going to this or that. You know, we broke it down to where we started celebrating the little victories. The little victories. To where uh, uh, over time what we noticed was because we made that decision and because old things are passing away, what we begin to realize is that we still might be doing some of the things that we used to. Old things are passing away, but we're doing it less often. That's right. We're doing it with less force, and that thing has less power over us. It's already on its way out of our life. And we learn to replace what was being removed with more of what Jesus Christ was to us. You know, putting in, you know... Uh, peace and love where there used to be you know hatred and turmoil you know we were putting in love kindness gentleness meekness the yes. character of christ is what we wanted to be seen in us jesus christ the hope of glory we didn't want to keep seeing who you know the man i used to be or the woman you used to be yeah and you know i will say this very very quickly because i know we're going to end right here very quickly i will tell you that the one of the number one things i really feel like a lot of those solid foundational things that we learned that we learned at the first, you know, few years of us mm -hmm. being uh, saved uh, really has taken us, really mm -hmm. has taken us. And just going back to the basics and making sure that those basic things are just paramount to mm -hmm. our life. One of the things that really, um, when I first was born again and first really learning how to, how to operate in the Holy Ghost, one of the things that really just hit my soul was uh, one day I was uh, upset with you. I think everything we learned being upset with each other, you know, <laughs> but I was upset with you. And I remember you had left to work and I had walked into the room and I was pregnant with Madeline. This is a year later. So I was pregnant with Madeline, going in the room and I was sitting on the bed and uh, you had left like a couple of hours early to get to the church to do something. And because uh, it was in the afternoon and I'm sitting on the bed and I was just so upset with you. And I was sitting on the bed and I just began to talk to the Lord and tell the Lord how he needed to change you. Oh, gosh, God, you need to tell him about this, this and this and that. You need to tell him about this, this and that. You know, Lord, I'm here trying to be serving you and trying to marry, you know, be good, godly married woman. But you need to change him. Mm -hmm. I remember sitting there just just crying out to the Lord in my compassion. And then all of a sudden I, I, was, I was in my room by myself, and I almost just felt that hush of the Holy Spirit. You know when the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. walks in the room, and you're like, you need to shut up right now because he's going to say something. He's going to tell you how to fix Josh and how to fix everything that Josh needs to fix. So I just sat there quietly, and all of a sudden I heard the Holy Spirit. Eliana, you need to quit praying. Change Josh. And I said, okay, tell me how I need to pray for him. <laughs> tell me what to say. I, was gonna, I thought he was going to give me scripture and verse to hammer you. Mm -hmm. And he said, I need you to start praying, God, change me. And I was like, oh, I wanted to open the door and kick the Holy Spirit out that day. <laughs> but I understood what he meant. Mm -hmm. I understood that I needed to take responsibility for my own actions. Mm -hmm. And I needed to take responsibility for my own thoughts. I needed to take responsibility for the own, own things that I was doing. And the minute that I began to do that, 
and I began to change me, mm -hmm. everybody else around me. That was on their own. That mm -hmm. was their own thing. Mm -hmm. And that really helped a lot with the condemnation. It helped a lot with uh, the just the enemy trying to come against me because I understood that I could only take care of changing me. Mm -hmm. Amen? S Satan will always try to get you to quit. He'll try to convince you that, you know what, that you can't change. And and what I learned is that, you know, it is a choice. And it, and God never promised that this faith walk would be a cakewalk. Mm -hmm. But he did promise, I will be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And we rested in knowing God was with us, even when we were messing up. And it made us yes. want, to, we allowed it to motivate us to want to do better, <coughs> you know, and Excuse me. one of the scriptures, you know, uh, we just read was 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, uh, he is a new creature, old things are passed away, behold, all things become new, mm. I'm telling you, that takes time for that, yes. but one of the verses I wanted to read uh, of what he, uh, the Apostle Paul said before that was he said in verse 15, you know, that Jesus, how he died for all that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. Mm. Where, when you gave your life to Jesus, you said, Lord, it, no longer my will be done, but Amen. thy will be done. And I'm telling you, live that surrendered life. Amen. You know, it starts with the separation from what you used to be. Amen. And then you just make a dedication, a decision to dedicate your life to God, to consecrate your life. That means you're going to start changing the way that you think. So you can change the way that you live. You're going to start behaving different. You're going to stop, start reasoning different. You're going to start handling things That's different. Right. Amen. And the word of God is going to be the greatest tool that God uses to help you to become all that Amen. he wants you to be. Because there's a beautiful life that he has for you. And it's only found in him. Amen. But as you consecrate your life, as you offer your life to him, I'm telling you, the power for change will always show up when you've made a decision that you want to change. Man, we thank God for you today. And our prayer is that this word has helped you. Yes. And we look forward, amen, to being with you again. We're going to talk about this again, amen, in our next episode. So again, if you haven't, hit that like button and uh, subscribe to this channel. So that way you can get this next episode the moment that it comes out. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today on Kingdom Concepts.